Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of December 26, 2022. I'm your host, Zach, and this time we have Chris. Hello. And uh, yeah, this is our last episode of 2022. And uh, it's going to be slightly different than normal because uh, apparently everyone decided to not have any news or trailers or release any movies or do anything this week. So it's basically a dead week. Um, but we're going to uh, talk about some of our favorite things of the, of the year, mostly movies. We'll dive into some t- uh, maybe some video games and TV maybe as well. Um, and like, some of the worst things um, as well. And then we'll we'll get into show and tell like we normally do later on. But um yeah, let's let's get into some of our favorites and least favorite things of 2022. And uh, I actually wrote up on the site. I have my top 10 best slash favorite movies, and then my top five worst slash least favorite movies. So um, yeah, I can I can run it on my top five favorites. Uh, and then if you want to see the whole list, you can head over to the site and check that out. But uh, number one, Top Gun Maverick, um, definitely one of the best movies. Well, like theater-going experiences I had this year. Uh, just seeing it on a big screen was amazing. The way they shot it, just like the way you're like you feel like you're inside the jet with them, and it's like yeah, this like the the like the action cinematography and action filmmaking of, the, of this movie. Um, just yeah, just super like you've never seen you've never seen anything like the way they shot like the like jet sequences in this movie. And uh, yeah, Tom Cruise is great as always, like super charming. Still, Super Charming Maverick. Um, my only, one of my minor nitpick would probably be like most of like the new hot shots, except for like maybe like Glenn Powell and Miles Teller kind of blend together a little bit, but that's like a minor nitpick. Um, a super super like heartbreakingly great appearance from Val Kilmer. Uh, Jennifer Connelly, great as always. Yeah, so Top Gun Maverick just fantastic. If you haven't somehow not seen it yet, like you need to go see it. Like I mean, like Paramount Plus or Buy it on 4K, Blu-ray, or whatever. But uh, yeah, Tucker Maverick, easily number one. Uh, number two was The Batman, mm. um, which, yeah, like one of the best Batman movies. Uh, just really, it really felt like a like one of the like one of the great all time, like one of the great like graphic novels, like Long Halloween or something. And it felt like a just like a like this would this is like like a really great like graphic novel version of Batman. And like, the, like really dug into like him being a detective. Like it really felt like a like a serial killer detective movie more than like a superhero movie at times. And yeah, Robert Pattinson, like great great Bruce Wayne, great Batman. Like just like the way the movie like set up how, how like intimidating he is, and like the, how like th- like that opening scene where like he's just, like stomping in, and you just hear his footsteps, and like everyone's just like all the like criminals are just like like cowering. And then yeah, like just. Like tons of great sporting casts, like John Turturro and Colin Farrell and Zoe Kravitz and Paul Dano. Um, that 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 amazing Batmobile chase um, is like one of the best action sequences of the, of the year. So yeah, the Batman, awesome. Hopefully, hopefully the, the sequel, whatever other plans, are not uh, in jeopardy because of what, what, all the insanity going on around <laughs> HBO and Discovery, HBO Max, all that stuff. All we know is, like, the Batman was good, but sorry, we can't support the Batman anymore. It's no longer part of HBO. I think this. I think they said it's so far that it's safe. That like, Batman can at least do, like, another, like a sequel to the Batman. 
until June, uh, James Gunn gets his hands on it and just like, what, what, yeah. well, I think James Gunn specifically said like, oh, it's safe. Don't worry about it or something. <laughs> he says that now. Yeah. Um, number three, RRR, the Indian action blockbuster extravaganza, like just mind blowing. Like just from like the opening second, like just one of the most craziest insane movies i've ever seen stuff stuff you've never seen you, like i can't even imagine like how you even come up with stuff that some of the stuff that's in rr um and it's like it's like literally every genre it's like the most baddest action movie you've ever seen but it's also like a wacky romantic comedy it's like a uh sweeping historical epic it's like a giant musical dance nut like movie like it's, it's literally like everything um and yeah, three three hours long. It, like it flies by from like it's it never it, like from the opening second like it never lets up. It's just constant like constantly something crazy is going on for all three hours of it. Um, it's yeah, it is incredible. Um, I'm definitely gonna like try like if if I'm definitely gonna try, like, it definitely makes me want like watch like more uh like kind of Indian blockbusters and especially like anything that like SS Rajamuli who directed this movie is doing, I'm gonna watch whatever he's doing now because this like yeah, RR is it's like just amazing. Like it's it's like, I've never never seen anything like it before ever. Uh number four, uh Shippendale Rescue Rangers. Which I think I don't think any like anyone kind of expected that to be like as good as it was because we're like you hear the premise like oh they're rebooting the rescue rangers um and then but then that first show came out it's like oh this is gonna be like weird and meta and then it's like oh it's, it's weird and meta but it's also hilarious and like just like a great like commentary slash parody of like hollywood and like anim like a the history of animation and, like cur like current state of animation and like celebrity and fame but then also just like a, a just a super super funny <laughs> like chip and dale movie and uh John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, like, not who you'd expect, like, kind of, like, picture, like, you're not your first choice to play those characters, but they, they did a great job, like, and you really, you actually, you really, like, it's, it's, as, as much as, like, it's, like, this, like, meta, like, wacky comedy, it's also, like, you actually kind of, like, care about their relationship, and, like, you want, like, like, oh, no, like, are they, like, are they gonna, like, mend their friendship and become friends again, <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's another, like, I don't, like, when it comes to, like, the, like, Disney Afternoon stuff, like, Disney is just, like, crushing it. Like, like <laughs> the DuckTales reboot was, was amazing. This this was great. Like, I mean, I would get, I would get, I ran the, the, the brink of, like, a, like, I don't know, a Goof Troop <laughs> reboot or something. Or, like, some of those, like, gummy bears or something. Like, some, like, another, like, tailspin. Like, just another, like, uh, Disney Afternoon thing that gets rebooted and, it's, and then it's awesome. Hopefully. Because, they're I mean, they're, they're, two, they're, like, two for two as far as, like, like smart, funny reboots of like their like Disney afternoon shows. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to run out of these like nineties blocks of things to reboot unless they get back to like bonkers or like, well, well, I, I, I mean, I guess, Duck, I, I guess DuckTales was all of them because every, everyone, everyone, like almost everyone makes a, a, a cameo or appearance at some point in DuckTales, the new one. So I mean, even, yeah, you just said bonkers, like even bonkers shows up in like the DuckTales <laughs> reboot at some point. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, number five is uh, everything everywhere all at once. Just like, cr like crazy, super creative, uh, 
also also like nothing you've ever really seen before like the like the best multiverse movie of the year i mean dr strange was was great as well but like everything that every, everything everyone wants is just so unique and creative and uh it's also kind of like in the rr thing where it's like like it's like almost every, like it's, it's like like 10 different genres it's like crazy badass martial arts action but with like family drama and like wacky comedy and like uh yeah like it's like yeah like 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 literally the title like everything every it's like it is everything basically (laughs) and yeah just amazing amazing like uh performance from michelle yo uh uh kwan who's back from since since, like the like is returning from like the 80s when he was like a child actor is so so good in this movie like he's just like badass and funny and heartbreaking and like everything um he's got he's got like a jackie chan level style like fight in this movie that's awesome where, where, where it like takes out a bunch of dudes with like a fanny pack mm, i did uh, see clips of that. that that looked pretty cool yeah i mean that like you get you, you get like that kind of stuff you get like these like really awesome like martial arts jackie chan style fights but then you also get like just like crazy imagery and like like yeah it's like uh, and just like really creative, like super creative with the way like the multiverse works, and like how like you like, and just like the way you can like tap into like your multiversal self and like steal their skills, and then but then you also like are like living simultaneously in their and like like their life life in your life at the same time, and so you get all these like flashes of like uh, like alternate Michelle Yeohs doing like other things, but uh yeah that yeah everything everyone all at once was uh fantastic. Definitely, definitely check that out if you've not seen that either. But uh, what what are your, what were some of your favorites, Chris? Yeah, um, I'll mention uh, Prey. Prey was a good movie. Yep. Um, you know, I had low ex- I, had, I had mixed expectations, but well, the, 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 I... the bar was the bar was so low for like Predator movies because the Predator was just god awful. Yes. It introduced. It had a fun crew. It was just like a boring predator, though. Oh yeah, the super predator. <laughs> yeah, the super predator would have been cool if it was like more. I don't know, just like. Was, I mean, he was, was hulking, but it wasn't like creative. Like he wasn't a ultimate killing machine. Besides, he just was a lumbering dude. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's the problem with me. Yeah, he was like sort of invulnerable at times, but like it didn't make any sense. And then he's supposed to be genetically like enhanced, but he just looked big. I don't know. I, I kind of prefer yeah. the OG kind of predator. Though I did have a, a problem where um the predator wasn't even like like dazed or uh more more of a build-up to kind of explain why he didn't understand how his own weapons worked. Because that was, like, the <laughs> the big twist at the end was that, like, that, you know, the main act, the, the main heroine was able to outsmart the Predator, but it didn't really explain how. It was just like, oh, he forgot how his own gun worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's, like, the... Mm-hmm. That's like the only blemish. Otherwise, amazing. You know, like fun action movie was great. Like middle, I think the explosion in the 
in the woods with against all these like Frenchmen. Yeah, like the burned out right? forest, forest trap, like fruit trapper, like he's yep. him, like just decimating them all. <laughs> yep, that was great. Well, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's got great, great action. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Barbarian was good, just like a no frills horror movie that. They build up. They give you a good amount of background on a lot of characters and situations, and then it just goes to work. Like there's no, like you don't need any deeper knowledge about kind of like Norse magic or like witchcraft. You know, it's just there's just weird mole people living under this house, and um, you shouldn't have gone there. Like, that's, like, the only... That's it. The rest is, like, you could have thrown any other character. It would have been just as scary. But I think uh, because of Justin Long being, like, this dick, this gigantic dick, it's more satisfying to watch him get his uh, karmatic ending. Mm -hmm. But uh, we still have a lot of questions about this town that they just... It seems like it's not, like... It's like a third world country, wherever it takes place in. And I'm like, for... Again, I'm saying that someone who doesn't live anywhere near Detroit, so... For all I know, that's how it is. Like, yeah, still. Uh, another movie I liked was uh, I'm kind of on the fence on this one, but uh, Hellraiser. It's like a mixed bag for me. The more I think about it, the more I'm like that. It really like they kind of like it's it's not like I think we talked about it. But, like it should should have been more of like a choice for like this like the main character to like actually like sacrifice people to like the the box instead like instead of just it just like randomly happening to people <laughs> yeah so it, it it's because it seems like the puzzle solving wasn't as complex as the movie was trying to hype it to be because like in the beginning like a prostitute solves it this like dumb model guy yeah. and it's like wait you could have just been doing this why why keep doing the other scam of like tricking people like just you're tricking them but then after a while you're not tricking them more you're just like stabbing them with the box knife and then you know then that's like the rules and then the rules can change halfway through and we're like we're just still trying to figure it out yeah well, the, regardless of that yeah it's just like it, just, it devolves into just like people just stab each other with the box <laughs> like yeah it devolves quick and we're just like what okay what why, why the first half of the movie of all these like rules i'm saying i think like the first part of that movie i liked but it's like low on my like favorites movie. Yeah, I think I just need the, to see the, more movies. The, the set, like the new Cenobites, were fantastic. Like the look yeah, of them, yeah. like that. So the, that was all. Anytime, anytime they were on screen was great. Anytime they were on screen was like, please, where, where, where the Cenobites? The um, I think the the fact that this was only on Hulu, I think. Was yeah. it ever in the theaters? So, like, the fact that we saw it on Hulu and it was just streaming, the quality was good. Like, mm-hmm. better than I thought it would be. I, you know, like, it, it could have been a sci-fi original movie version of Hellraiser. But just like Predator, the bar was low. So our expectations were like, hey, check it out. It's actually, like, pleasant to look at. Mm-hmm. Maybe not long-lasting, but that's okay. You know, like, Hellraiser could be a lot worse. You know, but I... I just feel like... In the next movie, because I feel like this movie did good enough where they can continue the series or something, maybe they'll, you know, uh, 
uh, have, try have it, with the story. Yeah, have it be more more like closer to like <laughs> like the like uh well I guess I guess I, I mean I guess the, the series devolved pretty quickly just like just like uh <laughs> you sell the box and then like you know, just like try to survive I guess the Cinnabites for a movie but like yeah definitely definitely get into like the like the like you have to like h- like how how far are you gonna willing to go to like do something like because the first one was like oh are you are gonna like kill a bunch of people to like get like your your like uh brother-in-law slash lover back or whatever <laughs> which they they kind of set up i mean they had kind of that in this one where it's like oh your brother's gone like are you how far are you willing really to go like get your brother back but now it's like you just like a bunch of random people get killed and then that's it yeah yeah so it, it, it's it's like it's kind of what my brain did better was just like don't get too complex just this is what works and mm-hmm. like hellraiser try to do a little bit too much and then like it opened up way too much for us to ask questions about it and then it just went i don't know here's some like cool ass scenery we're like no 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 remove that like <laughs> what's going on like and they're just like, no, 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 cool, check it out. Anyway, here's a man with like a like a music box in his chest. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like an excuse. They keep throwing us off trying to explain shit. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Um. Did you say Doctor Strange before? I mentioned it. Yeah. It's 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 on my list. It's not my top yeah, it's five. On my list. But it's, it's, it's on my it's list. It's very yeah. similar. It's very similar to what I would have said too. Um, but yeah, Doctor Strange, I enjoyed it. I think it's that great, was, like, fan service for things. Yeah, I think easily the best Marvel movie of the year. Uh, then... Cause I, 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 cause I, yeah, because I, I saw three Marvel movies that were in theaters, and yeah, Doctor Strange is definitely the best one. So what was it? It was like... It was, it was Doctor Strange, it was... Thor: Love and Thunder, and it was oh uh, yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, or the three. I keep like, forgetting Thor: Love and yeah yeah no I I keep forgetting Thor: Love and Thunder was like a movie theater movie <laughs> yeah uh, because like I saw it on stream and I'm like yeah this is not bad for stream and then just certain scenes just like kind of are like kind of like like Disney Plus quality jokes you know like you yeah know, it's, it's just like it's... what. It just it like they 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 came they came up to the point of like is this too much wackiness and like and they just jumped over it <laughs> like yeah hey I didn't mind the beginning where Thor surprisingly rides the axe like a broom and I was like I'm in I'm in onto it and then it just went even crazier and I was like okay um making little Asgardian kids warriors for some reason at the end. Where, like, their parents had a hard time fighting these shadow monsters, but these kids are doing okay? And, and like, why why couldn't Thor just, like, give anyone at any time, like, <laughs> the power of Thor? Like, he could have given, like, all the event, like, literally every single person in, like, the endgame battle, like, could have he could have given them all Thor powers. He could have done them, like, in Age of Ultron. He could or Infinity War, yeah. like In any fight up until now, he could have just yeah. done that. But for whatever yep. vanity reason refuse to do it's not like is it something he just learned i think it'd be cool if he didn't mention like hey i was just i i learned how to master this skill like let me try this like just establish that don't just be like oh by the way like i'm just an emergency you know child soldier program like 
I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can, I can, I can randomly just give you like everyone. I can give you all powers for like an hour or whatever. So go, like. Yeah. So maybe it only works on as guardians. Like all the maybe. kids were as guardian. I, I, yeah. see, I don't know. Like the, the, like you just can't introduce things like that and then just not mention that. Mm-hmm. So again, weird blind spot onto it, but I enjoyed Thor: Love and Thunder for just like the streaming service and the the weird jokes. If I know I didn't like fall flat, it fell flat on a lot of people, but the ones that like involve the axe and him, Thor kind of just fumbling around. I don't mind, you know, funny Chris Hemsworthy. So, well, it, he became more of a dad level Joker they, instead they, of like the they, like Ragnarok level. They really, they really like bear, put that like that joke in the ground of like, the, like the axe and Mjolnir and the axe have like they're like sentient, and then like the axe is like a jealous like girlfriend or something. <laughs> like, I understand. That, I that I was, liked it. I don't know. That, I, yeah, I, that was like because like, like to me, I just enjoy the the structure of it. But I'm just like, yes, give me more. I don't know until like I'll get sick of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all, everyone kind of checked out by the third by the third joke of that. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's something I enjoy. Not my best movie of the year, but you know, I I still think the Batman's like the best movie of the year for me. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen too many 2020, I mean, 2022 movies, but I, I have to check off a few because um, Bullet Train is on my list. Everything Everywhere mm-hmm. all at once is on my list. So I think if, you know, if I see those, they'll definitely like rank up. I, I just like publicly Top say Gun. like I didn't. You haven't seen Top Gun Top yet? Gun? I've seen bits and <laughs> I know it, it'll be better, like also in context. Um, but I also think I lose out on it not being in theaters. I think seeing the dogfighting in theaters really would bring me into that whole movie watching experience. It might not be like, wow, this is like a great plot. I want to like, it's so original. I'm, you told me like the movie's plot is like, like bits everywhere. It becomes like a Star Wars film by the end. Yeah. Yeah, the plot. The plot is like nothing. That, okay. The plot so is like nothing surprise, original you've ever seen before. But like, right. But the big surprise, and I'm like, how is this not a new set of characters for this, or like another side story, is the fact that like it becomes Iron Eagles at the end, where like <laughs> they land their plane, they're somehow on the ground, and then they have to get back up in the air, and it's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> normally, in in these kind of movies, like that's usually another character. It's like a whole different group that does that, and that's why I say Star Wars because even the last two Star Wars movies, there's always like the group that's in space and the group that's on a planet. That's like this formula. Yeah. And somehow that's the same group in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, is there anything else that's happening during the scenes? Like, well, they're having a dogfight somewhere else, and then it's like these guys are trying to get back in the fight, and it's just like. Should you just send more men or call another branch? I, like, you just are waiting for Maverick to show up magically? So, hey, that's, like, the <laughs> one... Again, you see it for more of the immersive watching experience. You don't watch it to, like... I, I bet I, can get, I don't get the same experience if I watch it on my phone. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, watching your phone is not, it's not no, the experience. It's not, yeah. not Tom Cruise and try to kill himself for my entertainment to watch on the phone. Yeah, but I can say I think I could. But here's the thing: I think I could watch the Batman on my phone and still get maybe 
like a good amount of the movie watching. It wouldn't be as immersive, but like at least the story is like it, it, you know, different beats by it, and it's not like at the end, you know, Batman's trying to put a bomb in a hole somewhere. It's you know, <laughs> he's not trying to hit like a, a ventilation shaft. But he does do. Well, he just stopped, he just stopped a bunch of gunmen. Spoiler alert! But <laughs> yeah. Then at the end, it was like it's, it's, it comes it's still something. Kind of, it still kind of fails. Yeah. So it's different, you know. It, it's not a, at least this year was the I haven't seen a movie with a glowing blue light in the sky yet. You didn't see Black Adam. <laughs> oh God damn it! So yeah, I didn't see Black Adam yet. Yeah. Uh, and that could just that could be on the fence on that. But man, you want to get into some garbage movies, Zach? Yeah. I, so I, I list off a few movies that I've seen or seen enough of or understand it, and I don't want to see more. Yeah, so I, I have my top five. Um, so number one, I think Far Away is, which is, you and I both saw this, Chris, Morbius. Can we trade off on what you think the number one worst movie of the year is? Well, I is, is that Morbius for you? No. Because my, cause my number one is Morbius. Yeah. Okay, so your number one is Morbius? I, yeah. Let's just talk about it. I mean, I mean, we saw we watched it in October for a commentary. You can, it's on the site. You can listen to that if you want. That movie is it just every time you see it, it just gets worse. Um, you can tell that it was just cut to hell. Like there's like it's like five different versions try to cut together into one incoherent version. Where it's like stuff where like Tyrese has a robot arm they never they never mentioned, even though it was like prominent in the trailers. Like if you watch the trailers, there's, like so much stuff that's like not in the movie. It's in the trailers. Um, maybe I'd say maybe the worst post credit scenes ever in movie history. Like the yeah, Michael Keaton, it, the Michael Keaton like the, like vulture scene is like maybe the I like that is like the worst post credit scene I've, I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so like, it's uh, it, it's crazy to think that like they made this movie in an era full of other examples of what to do better, and they yeah. chose to keep going. This, with this is did. like this is like this, this this movie feels like it was like like locked in like a time capsule from like like they made this in like 2002 or something like it was like oh you, you saw daredevil last year the bad athlete like daredevil like morbius is coming out next year get ready for that like you saw a tom jane punisher like like morbius is gonna be out soon like it, like it's such it's such a like throwback but in, in the worst way possible to like pre-mcu like even though it's trying to like ride the coattails of the mcu mm-hmm yeah, it, it's super crazy to think where, like, the Venom movie came out, and it's like, stay within these boundaries. And they're like, no, 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 merge them and make no sense. Yeah, and the, the thing about the Venom movies, too, is like, at, least, at least it has personality. At least, like, Tom Hardy's, like, going nuts and, like, <laughs> like aren't, like in, like, a romantic relationship with himself. And then... Morbius is like Jared Leto is so fucking bland and boring. Like the only the only person in in Morbius who's like seemingly understands how terrible it is is Matt Smith, and he's just like I'm just gonna do whatever. I'm gonna do a crazy dance scene. I'm gonna like run around and like uh like uh bite people like bite people in dance clubs. Like I don't know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm a star all the time. Like, I'm a star. I, he wanted his brother by his side. For what reason? Yeah, not even well. Yeah, his like his hospital brother that they calls him his, calls him the wrong name and then like decides like yep, that's my name now. I'm just gonna call, I'm gonna call myself Milo even though it's not, not actually my name. And then 
or we're like wagering we're like is morbius sort of the villain but then it's like no because he used a, a guy's influence to do secret science in international water and but, then, he also, but he made fake blood they got Nobel prize for and then he rejected the Nobel prize and but the fake blood is actually like it doesn't it won't it won't help him he has to, he has to have real blood yeah he and then he's real blood, and then the real blood makes because I think the fake blood just makes him okay, but the real blood yeah. gives more power, I guess. Yeah, if he if he drinks real blood, he turns full vamp, and then he has this full like vampire powers. <laughs> but he doesn't want that because that's that he's a monster who will kill people. <laughs> but yeah, just I mean like like just Jared little like guzzling fake blood, like every time he does that, it's just, it's so stupid and like ridiculous and. It's yeah, more I mean, Morbius is just it's every, like every time like, I've seen it, I saw it twice, and the second time was like it just got it, it was just like wow, this is terrible. Like <laughs> it just cemented it, like this is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I fear for the future of like all these other like Sony movies. Like if like if Craven the Hunter is this bad, or like Madam Web or whatever other ones are doing, Hypno Hustler, like all these are they're all as bad as Morbius. Like God help us. <laughs> But uh, what, what was your like least favorite movie, Chris? Uh, the three five five. That was that was on my honorable mentions. But yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate that quite as much as you did. But it, yeah, I, 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 I still just keep being burned by Jessica Chastain action movies. <laughs> well, at least at least the three five five was an action movie, not like what was the other one, like Ava or whatever, where it was like it Ava, wasn't. Oh my. It wasn't yeah. even. You said it wasn't even an action movie. It was like a like weird like relationship drama or something. It's it's just a thriller, but like in the very blandest way. And then there's only like two action sequences. The movie yeah. made it seem like it's gonna be like Atomic Blonde, you know, espionage <laughs> thing, and it just became this boring, like a lot of just like running and not even like Jason Bourne level of like oh I'm on the run. It's more like oh my god, I can't believe uh, they're doing this to me. Like, you work for, like, a hit squad, like a hit agency, and, like, they just are trying to close the book on you because you want to leave. It's like, you you messed up by trying to leave so soon, I guess. But then their rules are weird, and then, like, she just didn't want to be a manager of hit squad people. You know, like, it just didn't make any sense. Um, The 355, though... Uh, doesn't make any sense about the the freaking title because they don't use it in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like the idea that different agencies are working together. That's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they don't know how to work together until the end, and even then, it's like it's not repeatable. You know, like the the charm of them. Is that they bicker? Like that's like the the <laughs> thing about the team is that they bicker mm-hmm. a lot. So yeah. like there's a lot of gaps. And then really it's the one agent who does the most, which is the Chinese one, because she's the one who will like figure out everything before anyone else. Yeah, and then and then like Penelope Cruz is even is even like a secret agent. She's like a psychiatrist. So it's like like it's like oh she's on the team. It's like well she's kind of got, she's like dragged along against her will basically. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not like she's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like like you know like Spanish Secret Service or whatever. Like, like no, I'm just like a I'm a doctor and like I don't a have social worker and I have a I have a family. Like I want to get back to my family. <laughs> like it feels like, like no, as long as you, yeah, 
the thing is, if you hang out with them for longer than an hour, you're just part of the team. Yeah. It didn't really make too much sense. So that, that to me, was just like a very bland movie. And then it's like that's, insulting you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's probably the, the, the thing about the three of it's, it's, it's very like bland and generic. Like it's like, does not really do anything Right. New or interesting with like the spy action but, but at least like, morbius though was bad that it's good right <laughs> that's the thing about the three or five like, there's none there's none of that there's like one sequence i think is still that stands out in my head is like the weird um like kill the assassins with silent pistol like bullshit scene that like mm-hmm. the movie's supposed to be realistic but then this scene is like a cop it's like a goddamn cartoon it's like it comes like a video game like assassination mission mm-hmm. so yeah, that's how like it falls apart for me. And then Sebastian Stan is just like introduced and like, oh, he's no longer in this movie. I'm like, you killed him off way too early. Yeah, if you don't see a body, you know he's he's like, <laughs> you know what's happening. Did they show a body or they just never no, did? No, like they, I think they showed like a gun, like he was like in a scene, then they like it was like a gunshot, and it's like, and then they're like, oh, he died. And <laughs> so it was like, where like Jessica just saying like Boston was like, oh, I'm sorry, he died. <laughs> <laughs> So, so like, it's so awkward, and just, like, did they never show, like, if they faked a body, if they showed me, like, a gritty CRT, like, just security cam yeah. of his body, just something, you know, to kind of show the scene or the moment. God, even Mission Impossible had that weird POV shot of, uh, of, uh, uh, what's-his-face getting, like, shot. You know, to make it seem like, oh, like, you know, he's the people are getting taken out. You know, the spy game's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The first Mission Impossible? Yeah, when the entire team gets killed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you didn't know, like, who to trust and all this. So, like, that was good. The 355 was sort of like. It was. <laughs> yeah. If, you, just... if you've seen, if you've seen, like, this style movie before, it's like, you're like, oh, they didn't, they didn't show, they didn't show Sebastian Stan getting killed. So, like, he's obvious he's the bad guy or is, or is there gonna be some sort of twist where it's like he's like comes back and helps them it's like oh it, no he's the bad guy so and then they go hard in the bad guy territory and yeah. then they're just like they just bring it back and he just is okay like everyone knew he's the bad guy but because he got promoted like yeah, but because of like reasons he just yeah. got away with it you know that was the weird part it's like he's now the head of the cia i was like wait what because of the patriarchy chris I guess. And the three, the three, five, oh. five, the three five, five, they got smashed the patriarchy in the next in the sequel. That's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Uh, yeah. So what's uh, your bottom number two? So so number two is Halloween Ends, which was just a goddamn mess of a movie. Like ignoring ignoring the previous two movies that like everything except in the previous previous two movies. Like and just like like re like. T- totally abandoned character arcs like every, like characters are totally like they like laurie show just like oh i'm fine now <laughs> like like they spent two movies building her up as like, this, like sarah connor style like survivor and then they ended halloween um kills with like her daughter getting killed in front of her and then it's like this movie starts out and she's like well I, I said i was fine now i'm just gonna i'm gonna live in like this house and make cookies like it's like what and then the whole thing with Corey and like this character like we've never seen before, but we're, they expect us to like care like build, spend this whole movie like caring about what happens to him, and so it's all stupid and terrible. And every everything with like him like becoming like like a weird like apprentice to Michael Myers, then like 
beating him in like a pathetic fight to get the mask and and then and then they just like they're like oh that didn't work we gotta have like a let's have a final fight again with Lori and Michael <laughs> so it's like they abandon everything try to do something new abandon the new thing and then just do like a, a rehash of like <laughs> again for the ending it's like it just it makes it seem like this entire thing was just like not thought out at all <laughs> or it should have been like maybe two movies maybe it didn't have to, it like definitely should not have been a, a trilogy right or like yeah or more thought out where like Corey is actually is a character in like at least another one of the other movies and then so you know like who he is and like what's going on with him and then then in this movie it's like oh the downfall or whatever but it's just like they just it's just like it's so thrown it's just throw, so rushed like th- thrown in here to like well you gotta you gotta care about this guy now <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh, wait, I have no emotional connection to that. No, 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 keep going. Like, yep. Because yeah. evil is disease that's spreads from person to person. It's not just Michael Myers. I mean, it, it, if if Corey lived at the end or, like, didn't get stabbed in the throat, like, that would have been fine, you know? Or, or like... You know, in the like I said, in the first movie, he's sort of there and he's kind of brought into the fold, and then you he's revealed. So it's like, you know, evil. There's evil comes in multiple forms. The shape is never like defined. Give give me that philosophy. Don't just be like Michael Myers is like this unkillable man, and you need a goddamn like yeah, metal yeah, they, crusher they, scene. Yeah, they totally they totally abandoned that. Like they totally abandoned like because kills basically said like. Oh, there's definitely something like supernatural about Michael Myers because he survived that in- insane beatdown, and then got back up and killed everyone. And then, but then in this movie, he's like a like a pathetic old man living in a sewer who gets like easily defeated by like this teenager. But yeah. then he's also, but so, he's also, but he's also open to like teaching him how to kill people. Kind of. Yeah, they had like a weird father son bonding time. <laughs> yeah. Um, which would have been nice, because it's like, you know, Michael Myers, then... <clears throat> There's so many ways this movie could have been better. Like, Michael My- maybe Kid Myers, like, starts Halloween uh, kills, and then when he fails, then Michael Myers comes back and, like, kind of, you know, finishes the job that he start- his kid tried to do. You know, try- he picked, you know, it's like, oh, he thought the this uh, replacement could you know, replace him. And it's like, nope, the OG's back. Like, you brought him back out because, you know, his legacy that he wanted to leave behind was killed. So now he's, like, gonna just keep going because he's not not done yet. You know, like, that is a nice poetic way of a horror movie. You know, horror movies sort of have a rhythm. But this, this movie just throws that rhythm off so hard that basically... We didn't even know who to root for. You know, it's like, do we root for old Michael, uh, kid Michael, Laurie, teen, like granddaughter Laurie? Like, you know, yeah. And then, we're just yeah, like, and then just so much stuff where it's like they set something up and then they just abandon it. Like, it seemed like oh, they're yeah. it seemed they're setting up like, oh, is like Laurie Schroeder's daughter, granddaughter going to like go to the dark side, too? Because they have this whole thing about like, oh, they're going to be like natural born killers or something. And then yeah, like, yeah. No, it's no, been, nope, they're not. <laughs> like, that would have been an interesting plot where, like, you, you know, Michael doesn't, he dies, but his legacy continues because now it's like the Strode granddaughter sort of 
has got a taste of the dark side and you don't know if she's going to pursue it, is she going to resist it? You know, that's just something that they can leave open. And it's more like, you know, is, is the shape forming, you know, is now that the, you know, the main vessel is dead, like who, who could be the shape, you know, anyone, that's the point of that. Anyone could be evil. That's like the, the goddamn reason. And then it's like, nah, 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 you gotta use the goddamn rusty car shredder. And then for some goddamn reason, you just keep Michael's mask in your house, just as a cop, as a goddamn coffee table book. You just, People come over and they're like, oh, hi, is that Michael Myers' murder mask? Cool. Shouldn't that be in police <laughs> evidence or yeah. something? Or shouldn't you burn that? I, why would you keep that in the house? <laughs> Maybe it's to prove that she's not afraid. But that's a lie. Like, <laughs> she went home alone crazy in the first movie. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. Every, everything about Halloween's Ends is a mess. So, yeah, number two. Yeah, I don't know. It... it it was entertaining as a mess because it was so bad it's good. So for me, it's it's on my list too of bad of like the worst. But it's like for me like maybe number five. Yeah, because it's it, it, I guess it's it's, it's kind of interesting. Is it's just like this like train wreck of like how how do you come to these decisions? Like how how do they come to these decisions to like do this thing in this movie? Like how do like wh- like what was the thought process of like and then and like how, like and it's like seeing how they like like just these like weird threads going through it and like these weird decisions so, like like you know, like, the, like the fact that like Corey's like like harassed by like high schooler band kids <laughs> with oh, these yeah. like it's like what is this yeah it, it's bizarre because like those kids are just like is that what new kids are like i like yeah band geeks have become the like they're way cooler than like the athletes yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like it should be the jocks. It shouldn't be this like drama club that somehow is into music and then they are aggressive as hell for like yeah. damn geeks. Mm-hmm. So uh my number three was Moonfall, uh, which was just so stupid. like it was just like hurt your brain stupid. Like it wasn't like fun stupid, it was just like my I this is like my brain is like <laughs> like like melting because of how stupid this is. And yeah, just Roland Emmerich has just totally hit rock bottom. Like between this and like this and Independence Day Resurgence, like I'm just I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm just done, like done with his like disaster movie, whatever, he, like blockbuster movie making. Like he just he just he literally, he's just the same thing over. Like it's the same like oh man, the city's flooding and like a giant tidal wave is hitting the city. Oh my god, I haven't seen this in five other movies he's done. Like. So it's like the disaster stuff's not even like interesting or cool or unique anymore. It's like he's just, like, recycled from like other movies. The entire plot where like the moon has like AI in it, it's a robot or whatever, or it's from like another like like alien civilization that seeded Earth, and then the moon is like the like the seeding device or whatever, and there's the evil AI. It's like like this is just this is so stupid. That's uh. And it just, it just, it, it just, it just, it's it, it, like it just continually gets worse and worse and worse, and dumber and dumber and dumber as it goes on. <laughs> and then uh, my number four was a tie between uh, Blacklight and Memory, which are the two like Liam Neeson action movies this year. And this year, the same movies, or are they just you put them as a tie? I put them as a tie because they're they're very similar. They're they're like very similar, like 
Liam Neeson is like a secret, like a CIA assassin in both of them, or like a like a similar thing in both of them. Um, they're and they, but they're both kind of like like proof that like like I think this like this uh, just reti- Liam Neeson has to retire. Like he said he was retire. Like he definitely should retire because like the cracks are showing. Like he he is an old man. Like it's <laughs> never been more clear in the Neeson movie that he is an elderly man who cannot do any stunts anymore. He just yeah he just needs to like do other other types of movies because no matter how many edits you make or how how like whatever music you put on top of it or like uh whatever other things you try to do like body doubles you throw in there it's just, it's 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 sad at this point it's just, it's very sad. I mean I love Taken Taken is like is like one of the all time great action movies but like yeah it's just. It's, it's, he's got to he's got to like hang it up at this point. It's just, it's 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 so it's so pathetic and sad. Damn. Other, I mean, of the other two, I would say Memories the, is the better, but they're both they both they both were not great. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, Liam Neeson movies sort of. I think they never do well initially now, but over time you kind of revisit well, them, well, or they're kind of remembered fondly as like a collection. They definitely, they definitely need to stop. Like specifically, they specifically need to stop trying to be taken because some of the other ones where he's not like trying to be like as like you know like Jason Bourne action are like better. Like the Ice Road where he's like, because that Ice Road was like he got to sit in a truck cockpit, like uh you know cab, like he was driving a truck for most of the movie that worked. Um, like the Marksman where it's like more of like the shootist. There was like it's kind of like, this, like slower paced, like uh not not as much action that was more like a thriller than an action movie like that one also worked better than these two but yeah you, you can't you can't do liam neeson taking action movies anymore like he just he just can't do it <laughs> so yeah those are tied for and then number five is jurassic world dominion i don't like another like just like a homing ends like another universal one where it's just like inexplicable like there's a clear, there's clearly a setup from the previous movie, and they just ignore everything about that and just do their own weird thing. Cause like, cause like, uh, Fallen Kingdom was like, hey, there's dinosaurs in the world now, and then this one's like, you guys like locusts? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what if we this whole movie was about locusts? And now when you dinosaurs. said that, that threw me off because I did not expect locusts as like the main yeah. villain. And then just and then another park, like another like like enclosure or like like facility that they go to. So it's, it's like, well, there's dinosaurs all over the place, but we're like we're they're all in this one facility again. So we're going to that facility, the Biosyn facility now, but it's the same exact how, thing. How did the volcano not take it out? Well, it, it, I think I, it, like Biosyn they they made, they made their own facility in like Europe somewhere. So it's it's like it's they just oh, built like they just they just built a new like enclosed research facility somewhere and they're like flying nice. all the dinosaurs all the dinosaurs there are loose they fly them there to like this, this facility but then they're also like but then the biosyn's also making like these like bioengineered locusts they're like eating crops all over the place and it's it, yeah it's, it's just it's just so it's just a waste of like the original cast because they're like especially like like grant and Sattler are, are like trapped in this locust plot that is it's stupid and they doubled down on like the cloned human stuff, like the Maisie like Lockwood stuff, where it's like, oh, she's a cloned human, and like just like double down even more on that in this one, first, which is like inexplicable because that was like such a like stupid, terrible part of like Wild Kingdom of like 
so there's there's cloned humans now. All right. And then, but in this one, they're like, hey, there's cloned humans, and it gets even weirder. <laughs> All right. Like, and yeah, and then just like just rehash stuff. Like the like the the big like dinosaur battle in this one is like basically just like, like a weak rehash of like the like Jurassic World final battle between dinosaurs. It's just like the and the and the new like the new like crazy dinosaur is like it's like the biggest it's the biggest predator ever to walk on earth is like so boring and stupid like just like not <laughs> interesting at all that's really sad when like the the point of these dinosaurs is larger than life and then they dumb them down where they're basically just like pests yeah the only the only like the only there's there's like the one scene which is like the malta scene which is like where they're like like rat, raptors are chasing them through the streets of malta like that should have been the entire movie. Like this entire movie should have been like a Mission Impossible. We have to go around the world, like recapturing these dinosaurs, and, like and like have a task force. Like it's like task force of like like Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Alan Grant and and, and you know like yeah Samuel and uh, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum. We have to, like all they're on this task force. They have to, like team up together to, like get these dinosaurs back and like containment or something. But then no, it's just like. No, there's locusts, and then we have to go to this like, like, facility <laughs> that's like, uh, housing all the dinosaurs, and like do the same thing again that we did in other movies. <laughs> so yeah, dress. If, if this if this is like truly like the final chapter as they were selling it for the Jurassic World slash Jurassic Park series, like, what it what a pathetic, <laughs> sad way to go for that. Like this like what a sad end for that franchise. Like, just ending like on, good. <laughs> just, like, and, and just ending on like the worst note. Like this is like easily the, the probably the worst Jurassic Park movie. I would I, I would definitely like rather watch like Jurassic Park three than this, or like even like Fallen Kingdom over this. Wow. I mean that that's fine. I just need to see. It. I know it's like one of those things where I waited because normally, I think I only saw Lost uh, Lost Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. No, no. What's the first one? The first. Oh, the, one. Of, of, of the new trilogy, it's Jurassic huh? World, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, World. and then Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, because I think when you told me like the twist of Fallen Kingdom, I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's not even like a park anymore. It's just like some dude's basement. <laughs> yeah, they they bring a bunch of dinosaurs like a rich guy's house to auction them off. <laughs> I was like, what? So. Uh, yeah, I, I can see it just going off the rails, and they went, ah, shit, like, we wrote ourselves in a corner, let's just, uh, keep going, let's just keep hitting through logical barriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so- my, I, I, so one of my worst movies, uh, is Don't Worry Darling. I've not seen that yet, but yeah, I've I heard I've heard things. <laughs> so yeah, I just like skimmed through it. Um, Don't worry, darling, is such a like a movie it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's like a drama and then a sci-fi movie on the left field, but the movie kind of doesn't give you enough time to like understand the um. Like, the reason, it just seems like, it's like a Rick and Morty episode of, like, uh, or, like, American Dad, I think, is the ones who did it first, where it's just, like, 
oh, they're in a simulation. Like, how'd you get in the simulation? They just are. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. So the movie is about, like, pe- like troubled couples who, like, have marital problems. So they think um, you can control, like, the husbands think they can control their wives by just putting everyone, like, even in themselves, in the simulation to just, like, I don't know, like, it's the 50s or whatever like yeah like we live like be in this bubble and then they'll be safe and whatever and they'll be like i guess taken care of but if you die in the simulation you die in real life so it's a lot of like i the movie ends before it can answer what it just introduced but then it's like it's trying to be clever but it becomes more like a like a black mirror episode that I think it was just an hour, it would have been fine, but the fact that it's like a full-length movie is annoying. Because once you understand the reveal, which, hey, by the way, it's simulation, it, it, almost all the, the, well, the one main character, she just wants to get out. She's like, this isn't how I want to, like, live my life. And, like, this isn't real. Like, you're, you're this is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, like, it's kind of right, because, wait, like, in real life, you're just sitting in this, like, bed, but, like, yeah, like, isn't there family that you have, or anyone to try to find where you are? Like, you're now a missing person, and the person that also, like, you married to is also a missing person, you know? Like, they're both in the simulation. Is she even married to Harry Styles? I I thought I I I heard or read that she, like, Harry Styles was just, like, like just like a weird creep who's like I I I like I I liked her I'm gonna throw her in the simulation and force her to be my wife but in the simulation maybe I missed really. that but it it's sort of just like a cult thing but I mean I guess I'll spoil it which is even bizarre everyone ever almost everyone ends up like dead like mm-hmm. except for I think um uh like a few of the women they're fine they're like, actually like no I like it here like they just stay but like Chris Pine Harry Styles they die in a car accident. You know, like, it, it's, like, so weird. So, I think lots of people were, like, saying, and I agree, where it's, like, yeah, like, it's not, it tries to play very, like, pro-woman, and there's, like, certain nuances about it that is, like, oh, it's, it's very empowering, which is fine, you know, that's good. It's just that, like, the ending and then the the reveal is just, like, not as original as they were hyping up to be. Uh, so it's not great. I feel like you see it once just to watch it and just to see the uh, the ensemble. But it, after that, like it's not like a movie you just need to see more. You know, like mm-hmm. so I, it's not a great movie. I saw bits and I was like, yeah, I, I pretty much get the gist. And you know, you want to watch Florence Pugh have an orgasm? Like here you go. And then you're like, oh, okay. Can you start making more Black Widow movies? <laughs> Can you put more clothes on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, I guess I wasn't in the mood. But, like, so did the critics, because you barely hear people. Like, that movie was hyped up and then released and then just forgotten, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, a week later. It's a shame, because I feel like if the story was way more, I don't know, like, if the sci-fi was a little more explained, if the movie was kind of like an indie movie, 
I think it would have been fine because then that's how like film people see it. But if you like force people and you bribe people and you um, you trick some people to be in this thing or to talk about it, like that that's what's happening about like that and that's what suffered from. But I remember there's that like Jesse Eisenberg movie where him and like his another character's wife lived in this like copy paste town and there's like something strange going on and they try to like break the yeah. cycle. But mm-hmm. like it's very similar to that. Uh, but unlike Don't Worry Darling, that movie just sort of flew into the radar, and it's one of those, like, you stumble upon it, you watch it, and you like it or you don't. Like, there's no middle ground. Don't Worry Darling, like, was, like, bullying people. It's like, oh, you don't like this movie? Like, you hate women. Like, whoa, whoa. It's, like, it's just not, like, entertaining. I don't I feel like you have to be, like, a very, I don't know, like, movie watching, You for that particular kind of, like, art house movie type Thing. like it's not super sci-fi for the like nerd who wants to see like you know sci-fi aesthetics and it's not like gripping human dramas for those who like a stage play you know like the whale which from what i hear like the whale is like an emotional roller coaster you just can't be like having a great day go watch the whale and you're gonna have like an awesome day like no you're gonna cry you're gonna feel bad you're gonna call loved ones mm-hmm. and don't worry darling is like was it trying to be that too? Like, I, you know, like, I, it, it, like well, it's, well, I, it's, it's a movie that feels like a movie, according to Harry Styles. <laughs> that's not a quote. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm trying to describe it. It's like, they're movie things. The best thing about so, the movie is that it feels like a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, yeah, because he didn't know how to describe it. That's what I'm saying. Like, he sort of just in it because he was just like, yeah, I'll be in this movie. And it's like, well, are you a good guy, bad guy? It's just like, I'm a character. Like, that's. <laughs> And that's who he was. Like, mm-hmm. it's revealed that he's, like, a bad guy, but then it's like, wait, what? Like, what's the setup? Like, we'll never get a flashback to explain anything. Just, it's a cyber cult. Like, oh, is this, like, Cyberpunk 20, you know, 2077? No, this is, like, apparently modern age. And, like, how is this, like, a streamless, like, conscious community? I Don't worry. They're like, is, don't worry, darling, for us to, like, the movie yeah. telling us not to worry? Like, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, it, yep. Ah. Uh, what's a what are we at, number four? Well, I I, I did uh, all mine. So like, if you have any others, okay. uh, I would say I did not like Hocus Pocus two as much. Mm-hmm. It it starts strong, but it's a movie that if you um are a big fan of the first one, you might you might overlook it. But if you sort of understand like the lore and and want to know more about characters. It kind of never goes anywhere. It's like it's it, it it's a movie that like is definitely for the fans. If you've never seen the first movie, it's hard to understand the appeal of the Sanders sisters. Except if you watch this movie first, before you see the first movie, you just think the Sanders sisters are just like good people. But if you put both movies together, you're like, no, the Sanders sisters like they had a choice to be good or bad. They went bad until they got caught. Then it's all like, oh, you know, I didn't mean it for all this to happen. It's like, you didn't mean to, like, kill all those kids? Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's a very, like, weird, apathetic. Like, you're supposed to be a sympathy for the villain. But the thing is, they should have put, like, another villain. So it's like, um, you know, the it's like the anime rule where it's like usually the villain from the first arc helps join the heroes from the second arc, you know? So that's like... 
it's like a thing that happens. Dragon Ball's infamous for this, and maybe One Piece, and a whole bunch of different animes, but that's usually how it goes. So they try to do that in this movie, and it just, like, it's a series of misunderstandings, but then it's, like, not a misunderstanding, because the heroes were just like, we need you to not be this, and then the villain, you know, the sand, the the witches are just like, okay, well, we'll, we will, is it, did you see this movie yet? Like, I don't want to spoil it much, because I feel like you have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. I haven't seen it, but I don't really care, so. Again, it's a movie where, like, they euthanize the witches, like, first time is by accident. It's like, oh, okay, hey, like, you want ultimate power, it takes sacrifice, so you sacrifice what you love, and it makes you stronger. That's why only be that's why witches always always have like one person left because like you end up absorbing um the rest. Yeah, it's a Scarlet Witch basically. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you want super magic? Super magic requires sacrifice. So there, right? Then it's like, okay, well let's let's like now that you're alive, you do what you want. Well, what do you want? I want to go back to where my sisters are dead. You're going back to death. And it's like, well, I don't mind this. Like, what? But you like, you came back 20 years later from the first movie, and you're like, eh, and you're like, well, you know I've only been on this earth for two days, <laughs> the modern age, and it sucks. Kill me. Like, that's what that movie was saying. Like, whoa. Usually when, like, the time traveler shows up to the future, they either stay or they go back, right? Like an out-of-time person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, uh... And any kind of, like, time traveler movie. I'll say, like, yeah, the time stays in use of the modern era or goes back and is happier for it. Never have they chose, oh, I'd rather be dead. Like, that is the weirder one, you know? Like, it's, like, and they end on this wholesome note, but, like, you just can't do that when you first introduce a lot of, I'm, like, I'm skipping a lot of parts of the subplot of, like, the one character being a witch, and then... They just like, yeah, we'll be like them in our future. Like, wait, you, what? Don't be like them. This is bad. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's not like a great movie. I would say that's maybe like, uh, I don't know. It's like honorable dishonorable mention, I guess, for my top worst. Mm-hmm. I still like the aesthetics. I like the concept of this, the movie. I like the, you know, the the cult, the culture that's built around Hocus Pocus, because that movie came out and it sort of flew under the radar. But then, like over the years, it definitely gathered like a cult following to the point where there's so much merchandise based on them now. But it's like not a great sequel. Yeah, I think. Um... I think that's like what I saw. Twenty twenty two modern movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to like guess from something you watched over the year? Well, I was I was just gonna say like, like do you want to mention any? Uh, do you want to move on to like games quick? Just like run down a couple games that you like jumped out of you this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about games, but I just like I just kind of want to bring up any movie you saw recent in the this whole year that you just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It doesn't have to be modern, just like any movie you saw this year, your first time, you're like, what the hell? Um, 
Not off the top of my head. Um, I mean, that's not bad, Zach. That means you had a good year of watching decent movies. If you yeah. watch, like, a bad movie, it'll stick with you. Because I was, I, was, yeah, I was mostly getting, like, uh, I don't know, like, mostly, like, well-regarded ones from, like, my Netflix deep, like DVD slash Blu-ray, like, cr- Criterion movies and stuff. So, I mean... Or, or I mean, it, like, like if if it's if it's a bad movie, like probably intentionally watching it to see how bad it is, like not like not getting like broadsided, but like, oh man, this this is, this is terrible. Hey, I um, I've been trying to like see older older movies, even classics, to see if they hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me it was like when a stranger calls. I'm gonna talk about being blindsided, where like. The first act of that movie is really good. Like, it's so suspenseful. It's, it feels very timeless, and it, it has, like, very good structure. And then the second to third act are just bonkers. And I'm like, what is... It's like a whole different goddamn movie. So it's mixed. It's like, that's... I think that's a movie that stood out for me. That's like... It's so... It's good, because people regard the first part really well i think everyone that talks about it just says yeah the first 20 minutes like just watch that and then just shut mm-hmm. it off like don't mm-hmm. watch anymore and then I, I i watched the whole thing i was like yeah, okay yeah I, I can think i got this and i watched it i was like jesus christ <laughs> so that to me is like the like strange mix of like great movie then bad movie it's the same movie uh, oh, first time I saw American Werewolf in London, like all the way through. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like, I feel like the um, if you've never seen it before, it, it and really haven't watched a lot of it. Like, I've heard more of the lore. I've seen the special effects. I hear about the influence of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. You know, all the way through, like you have for I think. Um, what movie did you just like watch all the way through recently? You're like, wow, okay, it's a different experience. Um, man, I had, I had to like look at my like uh your movie, like watch my, list, my, my TV time like movie list. I got you. I'm just saying, it's one of those things where like you've seen bits and pieces, but you haven't seen all the way through. The next movie on my list that's like that, and maybe we'll we'll definitely open the new year. I don't know, maybe it's gonna happen. Um, gonna watch all the way through Streets of Fire. I've never should, seen the whole movie. We should, we should do that for a commentary. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, like, it's streaming nowhere. I guess, yeah. And from what I understand, that movie's very influential on a few aesthetics and songs. And didn't that movie launch the career of, like, William Dafoe? I mean, that was definitely, like, one of his, like, earlier movies. Yeah, but... Man. Diane Keaton in that movie, like... I didn't realize all the years I've seen that poster that that's Diane Keaton. Oh, it's it's Diane Lane. Diane Lane, sorry, Diane Lane. I was like, wait, what? And Michael Paré. What what happened to him after this? He's still he's he's in all, all those like uh like like directed video movies now. <laughs> well, it's because he's in like he's in like actual things and he's in, but he's in like 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 red box movies <laughs> like. He'll be in, he'll be in like uh like um the Lincoln Lawyer or something or like Bone Tomahawk and he's like but he's also in like uh like whatever random like 
Bruce Willis movie is out right now. Like, no, I get you. I get you. Oh, he he was in Eddie and the Cruisers two, like one and two. Mm-hmm. Was he the Eddie? Probably. <laughs> yeah, like I just totally like slept on watching the whole thing. And if you ever look at the the first poster, that like awesome cartoon poster. Not this weird, shitty, like, DVD box of it, like, if you see it recently, where, like, the actual characters and the, the streets of fire are, like, fuzzy, because they just try to make the effects of the fire look badass, but they didn't hire, like, a good graphic designer to make flames, so they just, like, smushed orange. It looks bad. I'm, I'm looking at it on, like, Google. It's, like, the first results for Streets of Fire. But... That's a movie I'm going to watch because I only seen bits and pieces. So it's just like that is something that like I need to sit down and watch and see if it folds up. I'm looking at the scores online. Not great critically. And maybe not even uh, audience wise, but so I, I'm still going to try to watch it. Because, you know, it's influential. I thought it doesn't mean it's great. I know. It's a, it's like, a, it's a, it's a rock and roll epic. <laughs> But that's the thing with certain movies where, like, it, it's, like, critics and, and viewers kind of get on that same wavelength where it comes out and they're like, yeah, it's cool for the time, but, like, it doesn't hold up over time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, what I want to give it a shot. Uh, and, yeah, I guess we'll get into uh, games we played and we'll... Talk about, like, go back to the experience of the year of gaming for us. Um, yeah, just, just a couple ones that jump out to me uh, for that we played either for, like, Gamebox 2.0 or just, like, that came out this year that I played outside of that. But uh, I think Shredder's Revenge is a big one. Ninja Turtles, that was a uh, fantastic brawler. Like, a, like... It felt like the old games, but then it like added like so much new kind of like mechanics and new like it felt like like the controls like way better than like the like the original ones. Like you had like way more options, and it, and just like the look of it was amazing. Like it just looked like the cartoon. It had all the cartoon like voice actors in it. So and like and like t- like tons of characters that you've never seen in a game before, or like that like you haven't seen for a while. <laughs> like uh, all all the all the bosses and stuff, and just like cameos like the like the who are the frogs like the Attila the 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 Attila the frog I think yeah like the whatever the whatever the frogs are then like the like the neutrinos teenagers and stuff and yeah I mean it's cool that they're there I kind of wish I got to play them or there's something more involved because like I, I played like the first four levels so far and um I just wish some of the like the other side characters did things or they sort of incorporate them otherwise but like i'm fine for just the arcade experience you know like the beat em up experience mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely like a love letter to the fans and it's it's fun you know it definitely like plays better with like a group of friends um and another one for me is probably uh, Kirby and the uh, is it yeah the Forgotten Land 
which was like awesome Kirby game, uh, like like some cool, interesting new like the like I forget what they're called, but like the like uh, like the mega like <laughs> abilities or like the like um. Oh, mouthful mode, <laughs> yeah, where you can like absorb like cars and like vending machines and then like it's like it Kirby's entire but like it just like engulfs it in his entire body and then it's like you're like you're like a, a Kirby stretched over a car you're driving around his car and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like a like a like you know like a cool like this like sort of post-apocalyptic world that Kirby's exploring and then like uh uh. It, it, it definitely it definitely gets crazier by the end where it's like like you like it's you get like as you like f- get deeper into like what's actually going on in this world and stuff there's like some like crazy like end game kind of stuff and yeah lots lot, lots of cool new abilities lots of cool like challenges for those abilities like you can like you really really like can like really like uh get good at like these like abilities and you, you can like level them up and stuff which I don't think you, you've been really been able to do before so yeah, if you're a Kirby fan, definitely check out Forgotten Land. It's 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 like one of the best Kirby games. And uh, oh yeah, go I got two that are like different. Um, I really enjoy like <laughs> I I realize 2022 was the year of cleaning games because mm-hmm. uh, I played two great cleaning games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serial Cleaners, the sequel to uh, Serial Cleaner, uh, a game where you play as like I guess, like, criminal crime scene cleaners, but for, like, the the, the underground, the criminal yeah. underworld. Mm-hmm. And that was fun, like... Uh, and then that was, like, more serious tone, and there's, like, more of a, like, Metal Gear Solid influence. Then there's Justice... Uh, <laughs> Justice Blood Sucks. Mm-hmm. Which was, like just cartoony like silly violence that i can get behind uh definitely like i put more hours in that like surprisingly because it was just like very fun and colorful and there's a lot more like challenges and the story is like a warehouse silly and it has like this awesome soundtrack that just hits harder than it should gone you know for like a song about like a vacuum cleaner that is just eating people and 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 hiding like blood trails it, 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 it's like instead of being like uh uh like a you need a you play a character with different tools like you are all that like the tools is the same character so i i enjoy that like that was fun and you know there's a lot of like uh colorful tactics in it that i think um is more arcadey pick up and play so it's like okay like i played like the serious one and this is something like like the same category but different so it's like two different like it wasn't the same game again and uh i, I like that like it did something different to renovate uh innovate uh i'm not saying i want to keep want to playing cleaning games but it, it's <laughs> like a fun variety for it yeah i get that like pressure washer simulator Wait, there's a pressure washer simulator? Oh, there's a, there's like a million of those. Like, yeah, but like that's the big one. Like, where you just like you have to like just go clean stuff with a pressure washer for each level, and you have to clean every single like dirty spot. So you're, you're, so you're just like like in someone's backyard, just like spraying down like their pool with like a pressure washer. Huh. 
You ever heard of that? That was like a huge. That's like it's like one of the biggest games of the year. Like it's been like all over Twitch and all over like all the streamers are playing no. Pressure Washer and like. No, no. Yeah. There, I I saw like what like gas station simulator was like really popular, and then mm-hmm. so did um. I know farming one is like insanely popular. That's just like a whole genre now. Yeah. But. No, I've not heard about pressure washer simulator. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also mentioned uh, Rogue Legacy Two. That was a that was in Game Box for I believe April. Um, but yeah, that was if you played the first one, the Rogue Legacy. That like uh, the sequel was like it was such a big imp- like like the first game was already pretty good like a good game but like Rogue Legacy 2 was like such a like improvement as far as like the graphics and like even more of like the like crazy like oh if you die you like you're playing as like your descendant and they have like some sort of like either like ability or disability depending on like what they're like they're like genetic (laughs) like it's like oh this like you're playing as like you're like uh descendant but they're blind so like you can only see like barely anywhere around you (laughs) or and then like that's, that's clever yeah and then like and tons more like you can like build up like this like castle or like this like base kind of outside the castle that you're you, like keep like going into and so you can like get you can like build up like uh all these different things you can like build up and like like a blacksmith to get your weapons better or, like uh spells and all sorts of stuff so yeah it's just just a bigger bigger better rogue legacy and rogue legacy 2 and then also uh Sam and Max this time is virtual which is a uh VR game which uh, I love Sam and Max, so that that was a that was like the fact that you get, like get to like like stand you're like standing in front of Sam and Max like and they're like life size in front of you is like just that's that's already like worth the experience. But then it was just like, it was like a really fun, cool like it, it's 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 kind of like just it's it's a lot of like um, mini games, but like they're all pretty like fun and cool. Like there's like a shooting gallery one, there's like a obstacle course one, there's like a kind of like it's almost like Bop It one of them where you just have to, like do like these like actions over and over again. And you're, and you're basically you're training to like be like a new member of like the freelance police, so they're like putting you through like their like their training that they put everyone through. But yeah, yeah, probably like yeah, one of the, one of the one of the one of the best like VR games that played this, just just I mean basically just because of like yeah you're like you're, you're like you get to, like interact with Sam and Max and like it's they're like they're like like the like the like the perspective or, like the, like the like the the presence of like you're like in their office like in and they're like they're like like stay there next to you like it's, it's yeah that that was that's like the best part about it gotcha it's like you're being in the cartoon with them yeah and i yeah i just like I, anything sam max i, I like I'll, I'll just i'll i love like i love those telltale games and like the original the hit and road did, wait, did you ever play the poker game i never played like telltale night poker, at the factory no, no. I uh, I kind of want to get it just as like watch the characters talk, but you can kind of get the same experience like watching the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you think you enjoy that? It's like watching Sam and Max interact with all these like characters. Oh, and then another one for me. Uh, it was it was like the big like uh, well, the only kind of like free day and date one on the new ps plus uh service was uh stray the like i guess post-apocalyptic 
game where you're playing as a you're playing as a cat and then you're like in this like kind of world where it's all robots and you're basically kind of, kind of like making your way through that that world and like trying to like get back to like the the surface world uh really really yeah, great kind of like platforming puzzling like then like all the all the different like robots you interact with are like all very like fun and interesting and like really like great voice acting for all of them and it it looked great um like graphically so definitely definitely if you if you have like the ps plus like service and you haven't played straight yeah i would say definitely check that out that's one of the like the highlights of that service uh i'm gonna mention an indie game i played i played it a lot almost like i beat the whole thing in like one mm-hmm. sitting uh ravenous devils it's like a sweetie todd inspired game though mm-hmm. it's like they skirt the line of what they want to call it and you play as like this murderous like couple who one plays a cook one plays a tailor and you are supposed to like manage the shops and then kill enough clients to resupply um like your fabric for the shop and then your meat for your bakery and your your restaurant and it's a nice like management style thing but it's mostly like if you focus on the um the shop of the restaurant than you do for the tailoring and the game at the time i played it had like a fun like story mode and it um it doesn't do anything super original but it's a fun like like point and click like restaurant style manager that i don't play a lot of them but this was like a fun like easy to play like no no frills there's no like complex keyboard commands uh i, I but i think i'm 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 recommending that is the styling like just the graphics and the aesthetics of the look of the place and mm-hmm. it being kind of like this gruesome like body mutilation game just it works well uh and yeah i really hope the developers have like a follow-up or they have expansion like I think a few months ago they introduced like an endless mode to see how long you can keep up your restaurant before you're being caught because like you can only like accept a certain amount of clients before like the police show up and if there's like all these like dead clients it's like well what the fuck's going on in the shop and it's a nice like balance of things um so I definitely recommend that game as like this hidden gem of people discovering it later on I think those who played it like enjoy it um it's not like a longevity game because even the developers were like it's just a ten dollar game or less i think at five dollars if it's like an awesome five dollar game experience mm-hmm. and it's a shame because i feel like there should be a service for like indie games that you could try because it's really hard it's like it's weird like you in order to be on indie games to be on like playstation now or xbox game pass like you have to be pretty reputable so like you don't you get like a lot of exposure if you get there. But like indie games start small and word of mouth. So they don't go to the game pass like automatically. They pretty much have to like earn their spot. And I feel like you kind of want to play these games based on like being surprised by it. Cause I think we all knew Shreya was going to be like a great game from a distance, right? Like it was going to be this fun adventure game and the community that was like rallying behind it were like yeah, everyone likes cats that's why we made this game mm-hmm. oh did you uh for the 
I think on the PC you can do this, but I'm not sure on the console where you can actually upload photos of your own cat and then put them in the game. I, I yeah, I did. I don't know if that's in the. It might be. It might be like a mod for like the PC or something. I don't know. Ah. Uh. But yeah, people were doing that. They were just like adding crazy mods to Stray and then like having basically like Garfield walk around. Mm-hmm. But again, that, that's the uh, that's a cool thing. I mean, this year, again, I think solidly uh, indie games have been outpacing AAA games now. Like you might get one good AAA game every two months, but you'll get like a handful of good indie games every month. Mm-hmm. Any AAA games that you played too that you want to shout out? Well, I think I mean I mean I played a bunch, but they only none of them came out this year. <laughs> so like, um, I, I I was catching up with like stuff from like la- like I played like Ratchet and Clank ripped apart, but that was like last year <laughs> when it came out. So so like Kirby was probably the biggest game from like actually from like this year that came out this year. Um, oh, I do want to do mention um. Marvel Snap is amazing, like and super addictive, and and like, <laughs> like I'm like I I basically play it like at least a couple rounds like every single day. Like it's it's one of the best like card uh games like on mobile slash PC that I've ever played. Like it's definitely I mean, I, I dabbled in like Hearthstone like some of those other ones, but yeah, the Marvel Snap is just like so it's so good. And like really cool, like like really cool use of like like lots of like a huge swath of Marvel characters and like a lot of like like super obscure ones, and then they like really come up with like really interesting like abilities for all of them that like really like tap into like their like characteristics. Um, like I don't like 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 Scarlet Witch will like transform one of the like locations that you're playing on to like a different location to like you know like change your reality basically, or like Galactus will like destroy every single thing on the map on the in the game. Is Marvel Snap based on any kind of comic or anything? No, just like just like you know, general Marvel. Like it's just like they they have that you can get like cards that are based on specific like artists, but it's not. It, it doesn't have like a. There's no story. There's no like uh, like it's not. Yeah, it's not based on any comic. It's just like it's just like a bunch of like <laughs> like every Marvel character you can think of, and then you're just doing this like card game. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, the last Marvel game that was mobile that was up to that level was, like, Battle World. Mm-hmm. They did a giant, like, campaign in the comics, and then the uh, the mobile game came out. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is just, just like, you know, Marvel Snap is just kind of general Marvel. There's no, like, <laughs> there's, and, it yeah, it doesn't, have, it doesn't have any of the other, like, there's doesn't have, the, like, the, like, what is all the other like all the other games have like ISO eight or like all those, you know like the, it's like they always have like this like like different like power things and like energy things and like I mean this like Marvel Snap has like it has like credits and gold like you would expect probably from like a mobile game but like um and there there is there is some monetization stuff but they don't really like it's not it's not really like that like in your face like you can like ignore it if you want and you can still like build you can still like level, you know level up and get more cards and new cards and uh, level up your cards to like the, the big the big thing is like you level up your cards to like make them look cooler. That's like that's how you like 
level up. It's just you just like make your cards like 3D or animated and like shiny logos and like. But then you can get like you can get like variants of them. But yeah, definitely. De- de- I mean, it's free. I would I would say definitely check it out on like I think it's on you can get it on like PC. It's on, I think it's on Steam, but it's also like it's on like all your mobile your phone, iPad, all that stuff. So. And then uh, I was just I was just looking through like some more game boxes too. Like uh, Giga Bash was like a lot of fun. I, I, did, did you play like War of the Monsters back in the day, Chris? No. On PS2. No, I didn't play that. Uh, well, well, Giga Bash is like it definitely definitely I I really liked War of the Monsters back in the day, and this is like feels like the, like the spiritual successor to that. Um, it's it's also like it's like Power Stone. Um, it's like it's like it's a brawler, but it's like and then it's like you're like just like beating your giant monsters beating each other up in like a city and you're like smashing through the city and like you can get like a, you can get like a, a super you can build up energy and like turn into like a, a super version of yourself and it's just it's just a really fun like uh fighting brawler game with with giant monsters and like lots like there's like anime mechs and godzilla likes and a, a giant like a king kong-esque monster but then there's also like some interesting ones like a like a giant slug or a giant snail is one of them and like uh, a plant monster and stuff like that so really 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 fun uh kind of like fighting game brawler game and uh mothman mothman 1966 uh which was is on like pretty much everything but that was a really cool like uh point click adventure game kind of choose your own adventure game it had it had like a really like really like interesting like like a like a VGA like it's all like the super old school like graphics like you know, like how like old PCs had like they had like teal and like pink and green for like their colors like it's like that style is the graphics but like but like really so it's that is that like color scheme but like with like really detailed like uh comic, like kind of like comic book visuals on it and yeah like and cool kind of like X like X X Files like it's all about like the Mothman like the Mothman and stuff. And you're playing as multiple multiple characters, and then there's, there's puzzles and action sequences to do. So, uh, it's 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 kind of short, but it's like it's it's a cool short like little like pulp, uh, like, kind of choose your adventure point click game. If you want to check that out, but it's on every it's like based on every platform. Okay. Uh, any anything else you wanted to mention, Chris, or? Uh, no, I, I think we're good. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, how was your Blade Runner experience playing this game? That <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Like, how did, did this game do worse than the original? Yeah. Like, graphically, I think it's dated, but then it's like an upgrade from the original. But then somehow, like, the gameplay regressed. Yeah, it, it, that game was very obtuse. Like, it's 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 not clear what the hell you're supposed to be doing or what, what, what you can do or how you're supposed to do stuff. Like... There's like there's like stuff with like the um like the the image enhancer thing that they use, but then it's like not clear at all how you're supposed to use that. And the inventory is like that, super. But, but like, isn't that isn't that how the original was? I guess they just didn't update the gameplay. I I, I never played the original. I don't know. I, but yeah, it, it's it's very, it's very like uh obtuse. It's, it seems like you can also like you can also like miss huge things and like you'll never be able to get back and like investigate them again. And also, if you don't save, like, and you got, like, you die or, like, you, like, lose, then you're, like, you're done. Back to back to the beginning, like, oh, start over from scratch. Yeah. Again? yeah. God damn. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, 
I, I think I think people like it, it gets a lot of praise for its story, but like everything else about it, I think is like uh very like difficult to like, kind of like fight your way through. Um, any 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 TV stuff uh to wrap things up, Chris? Uh, I'm still working my way through Andor. Uh, and yeah, it, it's it, good. It's it's definitely like a different vibe from uh Kenobi and yeah, even the Mandalorian. Like it's yeah. way more serious than all of those. Yeah. Yeah, Andor Andor is definitely one of the best show like new shows. Um, I was gonna mention uh House of the Dragon was yeah. was like was like I think got everyone back into the Game of Thrones because it was like it was like oh okay this is this is like back to like what we loved about Game of Thrones not like the like the crazy mess of the end of, of OG Game of Thrones. Uh, Better Call Saul, final season, amazing, one of the best endings of a TV show ever. Still gotta watch that. I mean, still gotta watch the like couple seasons. I, yeah, I only watched like the first season. Uh, Marvel shows. Uh, Moon Knight is probably the best one for this year for Marvel shows. Although I I, I thought Miss Marvel was pretty good, was like really good too. Uh, I actually like um, I like so, She-Hulk better than uh Moon Knight at this point. I didn't finish the last two episodes of She-Hulk, but I think for fan service it's better. But yeah. like Moon Knight is still this weird like I don't know how it's gonna fit into everything else yet. I'm trying to think. Was it just those, was it was it just Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She Hulk? Was there a th- I'm trying to remember, I feel like it was a fourth one. But was there a fourth one for Disney Plus mm. shows? Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She Hulk. She Hulk. I think that's it. And then in the, the two like specials, there's World Fight Night and the Guardian special, which are which both was great. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we both agree that like when we talked about it, it was just like it's surprisingly how well this short movie is. I think we missed. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, the, the, I think there's only yeah, only the three Marvel shows I guess this year. I thought I thought yeah, there was three. I thought it was four because like last year there was like five of them, so it's like I feel like there was like way more. Um, because like last year was like it was like WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, What If, like. And I guess it's like the next year is gonna be a lot more, but not, not so much this year. This year is the weird filler year. Well, this this year was like the we we're like we're introducing new characters this year, uh, to the MCU that haven't been in there before. I was gonna say, does the inter- like somehow in some list they they count the internals as like a Marvel Disney Plus thing? But it's like no, it's just like carryover from 2021. Which God, I just the internals are so bad. <laughs> like, did you did you forget about the internals when that movie came out? Because I just remembered it. I'm just like, Ugh. I'm just trying to figure. I'm trying trying to like figure out how they're gonna like. Are the, are they ever gonna like like? Because there's like. There's such huge stuff that like, is like left left like left from that movie movie like as far as like there's a giant thing in the middle of the ocean that they've kind of like jokingly like there's been like Easter eggs referencing it of like like people are, like there's like you can see like Twitter or like news feeds on different shows like why is there a giant thing in the middle of the ocean now 
but but just the fact that like like this giant like godlike judge is, is like shows up like every every single person on earth saw that and it's like how are they gonna like 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 explain that and then the whole like the like ending with harry styles like it like is that ever gonna like get like picked up <laughs> were you, were, was it was it, what's his is star he's he's star is that is he star no, is that star fox <laughs> what's, what's yeah. that character's name star fox uh starfire F- firefox uh, starfire <laughs> or, or firefox something like that yeah he's the guy i recognize in you know things Um, let's see what other TV. Oh, uh, Stranger Things and Cobra Kai are both, uh, were like their their new seasons are both uh pretty great this year. Although Stranger Things definitely uh they got a little like indulgent on like the last like the last episode two and a half hours long or whatever it was like like let's like uh let's rate it maybe a little bit next season guys but. Yeah, I kind of forgot that was this year too. Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Stranger Things, yeah, there was, yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai came back. Um, what else? Pe- Peacemaker was this year. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> but that was like that was like that was like was that January or February this year? Yeah, that was like January. So that's why it feels like it was like forever ago. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Peacemaker was amazing. Uh, who knows if like what's gonna happen with that now? But hopefully, we get like a an actual second season of that. Uh, I know like oh, there wait, are filming. Um, oh, the, the boys was the new season. Of the boys was here too. That was good. I yeah. I. I Again, I was telling people the gospel of the boys, saying that, like, once you see this show, it's hard to then watch, like, a regular Marvel show. I mean, I could just stick it into, like, the Disney Plus lineup, too, where it's like, oh, yeah, that, that came out. That's, like, the anti-Marvel Disney show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the, the Rings of Power? Eh, I still haven't finished it. Yeah, I, I'll, like between that and House of Dragon, I would definitely give the advantage to House of the Dragon. Yeah, I mean, I I was like hooked on watching House of Dragon, where in Rings of Power, I just could not give a shit after like the third episode. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this boy part of this elf family? I guess. <laughs> you know, like, uh, all right. What, then, then is the game of guess who's the new Sauron now? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Instead of being like an elf guy, is just like, is it just got this human guy that comes? I, I don't, I, you know, it's like, why is the game trying to play coy? And why, why is the show trying to play coy with it? That's why it's a shame. I, I, they didn't go with the um, Shadow of Mordor stuff. <laughs> You wanted a, uh, like, sexy she-lub? <laughs> like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm hot spider goth girl, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what we do in the shadows, amazing, amazing season as always. Uh, Righteous Gemstones was also had an awesome third season this year. That was, that was like, that was also like early. That was like, like January as well. We finally saw the fight, like the the fight, the last season of like Wellington Paranormal on the CW <laughs> slash HBO Max. Even oh, though that like that, 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 that like aired like that aired like three years ago in like Australia, like New Zealand. Yeah, I always forget that show was a thing, only because it was like on Hulu to watch, and then it was between Hulu and like H- early HBO Max when like I was figuring well, out how well, to set up HBO Max. The CW was airing it like live on and like on like TV, like live TV, and then it was like next day it would be on the it'd be on the CW app or. HBO Max. Is it still on HBO Max? Did they get rid of that by accident? I think it's still on there. I think you still watch it. That's a, I, I would just catch up on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the uh, last one, last one I'll mention is uh, Star Trek: Change New Worlds. Uh, like, like basically, that's basically what everyone wanted has been wanting from Star Trek is like, like just like make like a fun show. It's like the original series because like Strange New Worlds is just, like it's like super episodic. It's like every episode's a new thing. Like the cast is like super charming and fun. It's just like that's what that's what everyone like like what like is wanted from Star Trek. Not these like like because apparently the other shows are just like I, I've heard Picard's a mess. I haven't seen that, and then I haven't seen Discovery, but I've heard Discovery is just like way too like dramatic and like uh, serious. But well, I think they're ending that. They're like trying to get to the end and then you know stick the landing to it. Yeah, but yeah, Stranger Worlds is like yeah. If you just want to like if you're like if you're like if you like like. Old, like classic Star Trek, you just want like if you want like a fun like episodic Star Trek up show, then yeah, check that out. If you if you have Paramount <clears> Plus, <throat> that, that, it's like a super fun, uh, like <laughs> you just each each week's just totally self-contained each week, just like a new thing. There's like a slight overarching thing for the season, but like yeah, it's just like each week is just a new adventure on a new planet, whatever. And then <laughs> classic Star Trek stuff going on. So that was that was super fun. But uh, yeah, lots lots of good stuff this year. Um, so, some some terrible stuff, but mostly mostly like mostly good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be back uh in 2023 talking about everything that's going on. We'll t- like uh all, movies, TV, uh, <laughs> everything else comes up, and uh. Yeah, head over to the site. We've got, I, I, like I mentioned before, I, I have my uh, top ten best movies and the top five worst movies lists. If you want to read those, um, and you can listen to. I mean, it's it, Christmas is over, but it, I think it's always time for Home Alone two. <laughs> you can watch, you watch mm. that. It's time, which you can watch that whenever. If you like, you listen to our, our Home Alone two commentary. We'll have a new commentary up uh, sometime. In the first first commentary twenty twenty three will be up in next month sometime, and. Yeah, head over, head over, check all all of our usual stuff up on the sites. 
And uh, yeah, so for uh, Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.